This chapter is a pivotal early chapter. For young writers, it's something of a master class in creating empathy for one of your main characters. The focus is on whether Pierre will prevail over adversity. There is Vasily Kuragin and the princesses who are trying to plot and deprive Pierre of what he is due under his father's wishes. Pierre has little knowledge of this and really doesn't seem to care about staking a claim to what his father wanted him to have, which makes most people like him even more. Instead of greed as a characteristic, he's presented as modest. He's also quite likable in that he's friendly to everybody around him and usually just wants to go with the flow. American readers with limited knowledge of European history are often perplexed that Pierre's name is presented in its French variant instead of something like Piotr or Petia. Tolstoy is clearly showing the influence of French culture. This was a time where one's divisions in social class was more significant in general than divisions based upon the geographical area in which one lived. It's a time of transition to the concept of nations which Napoleon helped spearhead. The Count, for example, would have much more in common with German barons or English dukes or lords than such high-standing people would have with the peasants who worked the land or merchants who went from town to town and city to city selling their wares. So just that this main character is called Pierre tells you quite a story. Those in aristocratic circles around the early 1800s in Moscow and St. Petersburg often had a better command of French than Russian. Russian was considered the vernacular and would often be spoken by the peasants. So those in the noble class may speak French to one another, but if somebody like Count Bezikov was speaking to his servants, the count in that instance might be expected to speak Russian. When Tolstoy first wrote War and Peace, a great portion was written in French, and Tolstoy went back and forth between the languages quite a bit. The name Pierre, or Piotr, or Peter, has obvious Christian roots, as St. Peter was one of Jesus' disciples, who was symbolically referred to as the rock which Jesus built the church upon. So Tolstoy, who was very attuned to Scripture, could be said to be using Pierre as the rock upon which the rest of his novel, War and Peace, will be built upon. Now back to the story. We have Pierre, accompanied by Anna Drubetskaya, riding in a carriage towards the estate of Count Bezikov. Pierre had been summoned by his nearly incapacitated father through Kirill pointing to Pierre's portrait. Pierre, like a child, had fallen asleep in the back of the carriage, and Anna roused him and escorted him into the estate. Pierre seemed kind of weak and nervous about seeing his father in such a weakened condition, so Anna directed him to be a man and face it. She told him to remember that Count Kirill is his father and that he is at the end of his life, so respect the moment. She also relays to Pierre that she has loved him like a son and to trust in her and that he may need her guidance through this. She tells him, I won't forget your interests, but Pierre is not really attuned to what she's referring to, which principally is her knowledge that Vasily is going to try to take the value of the estate due Pierre. Pierre basically put his brain in neutral 
and allowed himself to be led by Princess Anna. There seems to be an innate trust there. And sometimes life comes down to having the right people around us at critical moments. In this instance, Pierre was being led by an older woman with a tremendous instinct for getting by and a natural fortitude. The two had entered the estate through a rear entrance and wound up in some apartments or an area of the house that Pierre was not familiar with. This was where the Count's nieces, or princesses, stayed. They walked by a room where Prince Vasily was speaking with Katarina, the eldest niece, likely about what was discussed in the last chapter, namely how to ensure that Pierre does not inherit. Katarina was so flummoxed upon seeing Pierre that she got up and slammed the door, which breached her usual presentation of decorum. This slamming of the door is also a way that Tolstoy shows symbolically what the privilege will do to keep wealth to themselves. Additionally, instead of composure on behalf of Katarina and Prince Vasily, it shows that they're worried that they could lose what they think is rightfully theirs. Anna decides to guide Pierre closer to where his father is located, and she reminds him again, I'm here to protect your interests. They reached a reception area near the Count's quarters. It's described as having two large Italian windows and a large bust and portrait of Catherine the Great. This is an area pretty crowded with those who are concerned for the Count. The crowd of people noticed when Pierre entered the room and Anna sensed that a critical moment was at hand. Anna marched in representing confidence that she would be allowed to stay since she was with Pierre. She knows that if she's excluded, things will work out quite differently. This is a moment in her own life where she can change history and she's going to make the most of it. She then introduces Pierre to the assembled priests and spiritual advisors, as well as the doctors. She pointed out an area for Pierre to wait and told him, have faith in God's mercy. She then left him for a moment and Pierre was being stared at like a prize fish in a bowl by Moscow society. This was a different look or ambience than he was used to. He was being looked at with respect and even awe. The crowd was no longer casting him aside as the buffoonish, illegitimate son of the Count. There was a general knowledge that he might be advanced to beyond them all. One lady even offered him a seat, and he wasn't used to such kind treatment. So he sat down quietly and positioned himself in something of a state of alertness with his hands on his knees. His inner voice continued to tell him, I better keep listening to Anna. He was also thinking about how he would get through the ceremony and ritual that would be required of him. Prince Vasily then approached Pierre, took his hand, and told him to have courage. And these words were directed in French. Courage, courage, mon ami. Prince Vasily tells Pierre of the Count's latest stroke, which basically means an attack of illness. Then Pierre finds himself part of a group, an intimate group, that is going to approach the Count. This includes Prince Vasily, Katerina, priests, doctors, and some of the Count's servants. Anna makes sure that she's part of it as well by grabbing Pierre by the arm, holding on to him, and discussing how the religious anointments are going to commence. So as they are heading to the Count, Suspense is created for the ultimate question. Will Pierre get what's rightfully his or be stripped of it? 